New Marketing for Your Small Business Podcast. Delivering the latest opportunities in marketing to help your small business grow and prosper in a digital world. Hello and welcome to the New Marketing for Your Small Business Podcast. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about different kinds of reels and short form video, especially focusing on the new Facebook reels. But first up, let's introduce ourselves. I am Luke Porter with Moving Tree Media. I am William Schultz with Vivid Concepts Media. And we produce this podcast about once a month, and we talk about marketing topics that are important for small businesses, and we keep track of the latest trends so you don't have to. So let's get right into today's topic. And William, why don't you kick things off by telling me kind of an overview about what reels are and how are they different than stories? Yeah, I think, you know, you know, a lot of us know that uh, you can post videos and, uh, you know, before the invention of TikTok or maybe the 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 um, should we say the the firestorm that was TikTok during the pandemic, um, usually you would just, you know, maybe pre-record a video and just post it on your Instagram or your Facebook account. And, and that would be it. Um, and then when um, TikTok just started to dominate and became so popular, um, Facebook and um, which owns Instagram, they had to make a pivot because they were losing a lot of market share to people that, you know, influencers, people that are using the platform, people started to go move over to TikTok. So what Facebook, uh, the meta, we call it now, uh, created for Instagram was Reels. R-E-E-L, like they're like a movie reel. So reels, okay? And what reels are are basically uh short form video, which they're starting to get longer, but they're they were it originally intended as short form video, which are gonna are gonna be centered around uh typically on a device. So they're gonna be on what what we call portrait mode versus landscape or widescreen. So it's gonna be a portrait mode uh type video typically. And uh what it's designed to do is to mirror the impact of TikTok. Um, and I think what's more, uh, what's, what it's specifically designed to do is have the algorithm is designed to be more of an interest-based type video. And I'll explain what that means. Typically, when we posted things, uh, videos or pictures on social media, we would include hashtags. And the only people that would see it were typically people that were in your friends or your followers. But with the invention of TikTok and their algorithm, it became what they call an interest-based algorithm. And that algorithm now shows your content, your videos, to the people they think are going to be interested based on a myriad of different uh, of type of factors. So what happens is you can post a video on, um, you know, let's say on, on Instagram Reels, and maybe you're posting a, a video about dogs. And so they're going to show that video. Maybe it's a dog grooming business. They're going to show that video to people that are known to be dog lovers who might be dog lovers who might have interest in pet grooming. And so you're going to have a potential to reach a much larger audience that has nothing to do with your followers. And now what's happened most recently is Facebook has now adopted Reels into their uh, into their program and their software and their platform. And now uh, you're seeing people get that same kind of TikTok, Instagram kind of reach with new audiences on their Facebook. So that's basically it. It's a it's a new it's a it's just a regular video with a new algorithm. Video with a new algorithm, an interest based algorithm. Yeah, that's a great summary of that. And 
it's so important for especially these niche interests where let's say you have 500 friends on Facebook and let's say you are really into like vintage pinball machines. If you're posting about that on Facebook, there might not be a single friend in your 500 friends who likes vintage pinball machines. You might get a few pity likes from, you know, your mom and your uncle. But when you put that on TikTok, you could, and this is where this potential for organic reach comes in, you could have that video get 100,000, a million views because it's hitting that interspace audience. So that's a great summary. And, you know, I had mentioned, you know, uh, that, you know, Facebook now has added Reels and, um, and and they're a little bit different. So maybe you, you know, they're a little di- bit different from TikTok and Instagram. So maybe you could talk about, um, you know, exactly how are Facebook Reels different from a TikTok video or an Instagram Reel? Yeah, I think the first thing, the most exciting thing, let's get that out of the way first, is that it is the first time Facebook had organic reach of any kind in a very long time. So organic reach means you're not paying for more people to see it. Or right now, if you have a Facebook business page and you have a thousand followers, if you don't put money behind it, only a fraction of those followers are actually going to see it and you're not going to get any new followers. But with Reels, Facebook will show your Reels to huge audiences based on what the topic of the Reel is. Now, there are, it's not quite as robust as TikTok. You don't have as many options for stickers and filters and text and sounds. And it's a little bit there, but it's so much more basic than TikTok if you've used TikTok at all before. But I think just to start out, I've been telling my clients, just make the same vertical video for now and put it on YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, even TikTok. And just see what the different audiences on those platforms, see how they react to it. So with Facebook Reels, you only get 60 seconds. That's the same thing as YouTube Shorts, 60 seconds max. Instagram, it used to be 60 seconds. Now a lot of accounts are bumped up to 90 seconds, but not all accounts yet. So I'm not going to say everyone. And then TikTok just recently bumped theirs up to 10 minutes. Yeah, I, w- I would normally not have a client make a 10-minute vertical video but the options there if you wanted to so that's kind of the difference between those different platforms and how facebook reels stands out it really it just shows up right in your facebook feed they're pushing it a lot so i'm sure if you've scrolled through your feed recently you've seen them these vertical videos kind of in a um slideshow format yeah and and to, to to echo what you're saying about how they're pushing them now um, I've seen times where I've logged into Facebook and they're not showing my stories anymore. They're they're basically showing me reels right away and trying to, you know, uh, get me, you know, get me to to watch and 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 um, uh, engage with reels versus you know the story. And so what happens as users, you do you do get conditioned to doing something a certain way, but after time, they're going to get you to conform to uh, uh, what they want you to do. And, and over time, if they continue to push this to us. We're going to log in onto Facebook and before worried about our timeline, before worried about our stories, we're going to want to go know what's going on in our reels. And and I would also say that, um, you know, with you saw, you had mentioned TikTok has now expanded their their time. I, I think it's only a matter of time where Instagram and Facebook will extend that length as well, because what I've started to do on TikTok is I'm consuming more snippets of TV shows or interviews, elongated uh, interview answer to questions that I find interesting. I get to hear the full answer versus just the summarized answer. So I would imagine at some point in time, they're going to extend that that time as well. 
Um, so, you know, when you say you, we were talking about, you know, what does Facebook mean by connected versus unconnected audiences? Um, oh yeah, that's uh, that's their new term for it. And only Facebook's the one using the terms right now. That's just, that's kind of how they're describing the organic reach is they take each user and they say, okay, your connected audience is your friends and family. And then your unconnected audience is everyone you could reach with a reel, depending on what the topic is. And those unconnected audiences are what we're after when we're trying to reach these bigger groups. And I, um, just as a personal example, on my Moving Tree Media account, I made a vertical video of this awesome place along County Road Highway, County Highway 46 in Rosemont, Minnesota. There's these weird, big concrete structures. They're absolutely bizarre. And I flew my drone around them. I did some research, made a 60 second reel, put it on all the platforms. It got like 5,000 views on TikTok. And, oh, that's cool. It got like 250,000 on YouTube Shorts. So like, whoa, okay, I'm on to something here. Yeah. And then on Facebook Reels, at this, as of this recording, it's up to two and a half million views. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome, man. Just, I don't, and it's only the second Facebook Reel I ever put out there. So it's not, it's not like one of these things where you have to build up an audience. It's, it's more... If the content, if the algorithm thinks the content is good, it promotes it. And you just have to make good content and hope that something catches on like that. Hope the algorithm sees some value and pushes it. And it's not a, it, even that. And not only that, the algorithm pushing it to the right people, right? So yep. clearly somewhere in that video, you were speaking to a certain audience. You were saying words or there was key words in there that that you know, Facebook's algorithm was recognizing and, and sending it to the people. And we had spoke about this before we jumped on. I think another thing um, to the marketers out there that are listening to this, uh, you know, what they're telling us now is hashtags aren't as important as they once were. They're still, they're still relevant. So I'm not saying don't use hashtags at all, but what they're saying is because the algorithm is basically going through your video and, and, and um, transcribing that, right? whether they use it into a caption or not, they are transcribing what's in that video and they're taking the key words out of that. And that's what's telling the algorithm what this video is about. And that's how they're they're figuring out who to broadcast it to. So the algorithm is not only pulling your words, but it's also looking at the video and deciding. So for your video, it's probably saying historical, drone, you know, uh, uh, city, highway, whatever. Uh, and so then... It's creating its own hashtag. So people out there that agonize over which hashtags to use, you can now start to simplify that as well. And let the algorithm do its job. Yeah, absolutely. And while we're on the subject of those best practices, what other tips would you have for our audience about how to make a good short vertical video? Well, you know, I think, you know, when we're talking about doing a, 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 a great video, I think it's. I think you you kind of hit on some earlier. It's about the audience. If you think about what you said, you said on TikTok, you had about twenty five hundred views, and on on Instagram, it was like two hundred and fifty thousand. But then on Facebook, there was about two. There was two point five million. So what what I'm hearing is that the younger as the audiences were younger, the numbers were lower. But maybe as the audiences got older, their interest level in something. Because I remember your video it was 
it was very documentary like, right? It was kind of like yes. a documentary, right? Yes. It wasn't a, right. So and it was a documentary on something that maybe somebody that's a little more sophisticated, a little more older, um, they're going to be more interested and say, wow, but somebody who's looking to see the latest dance craze or piece of gossip on TikTok, probably not going to be uh, as exciting for them. So I think it, when you're thinking about best practices, just think about who your audience is, right? And where do you want to, you know, place this video? I say place it everywhere, but just remember, like, if you're placing something, some silly dance video, it might not reach your audience if you have a more serious type of business where you need to be a little bit more focused on maybe the quality of your product or you may be a little more technical with your videos. Conversely, if you have a technical video that's kind of stuffy and corporate, it's probably not going to perform as well on a platform like TikTok where they're looking for a little bit more uh, entertainment value. So I would just say really honing in on what you're trying to do and what platform is that going to be best for while still posting it on all platforms. But in your mind while recording this video, having that one specific platform. So again, if you're somebody that's really TikTok heavy, your video should reflect that. And if you're somebody that's really Facebook heavy, your reels should reflect that and so on and so forth. How about yeah. you? What are you, some of your best practices, Luke? I would say, so if you're having trouble finding inspiration on what to make a video about, one thing that works well is to go on TikTok and look at the latest trends. And you're going to see some, of course, goofy dance moves and stuff like that. But you're also going to see other trends that a small business could easily grab and use and make something out of. And like you were saying, those TikTok trends aren't necessarily going to do well on Facebook, but it's good inspiration. And then one thing that more service-based businesses have good luck with on Reels and YouTube Shorts is teaching the audience something. You only have a minute, but if you can get three quick tips in a minute, those type of videos actually outperform other educational videos. Something about that magic number in three and it keeps people watching the whole 60 seconds, but you can't do four or five tips because you only got 60 seconds. But try to think of something about your business that you could break down into chunks of three, three things you didn't know about having a living will, three things you didn't know about how wooden paddles are made. Those little snippets perform very well and that can help inspire you to generate some content. No, that's a great idea. And, you know, I, I say that because I tend to that's the stuff I tend to follow. Right. Is, you know, inform, informative type things that are, are learning. And it's, when I see somebody say, you know, you know, three ways to get a, a larger audience or, you know, three things about TikTok, I bet you didn't know. Not only are those things uh, relevant information, those are fantastic hooks. All right. Because because I think um, all really good videos should have a hook. And maybe for those people out there that don't know what a hook is, maybe you can kind of explain like what a hook is. Yes, the hook. The hook is so important. So when people are scrolling through their feed, it doesn't matter what platform you're on, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you have three seconds to catch people's attention. Statistically, they've done studies on this. Three seconds or they're going to scroll right past you. So if you slowly open your video with your logo, they're going to scroll right past you. If you if you have something boring and not happening in those first three seconds, you've lost them. So you have to put something at the beginning that hooks them in and keeps them watching for the rest of the video. That is the magic of the hook. And I actually advise my clients when you are coming up with the idea for your video that you're going to shoot, 
come up with the idea for that hook right away. Get that incorporated right at the very beginning so that you can plan the rest of the video around it. Yeah, I, I would say that I will going to double and triple down on do not start your videos with the logo. Please, <laughs> I see too much of that. And it's just, you know, in this competitive world of attention, you guys out there listening, you have to remember that this is all about attention. This is all about attention. That is the currency that we are trading on social media is intention, attention. And I can promise you, nobody gives a crap about your logo spinning around and doing a cool flopping around the screen. They're not going to stop and listen to that. So, you know, to echo on that, do not open your videos with with your logo because nobody cares and except for you. So you will be the only one watching your video. And I've seen a lot of people that uh, are friends of mine that have broken into the uh, social media game. They start their 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 videos with their logo, and that you know, if I was going to say the number one best practice out of this this podcast episode: do not start your your reels with a logo. <laughs> right. And then uh, I guess the one last piece of advice I have on this topic is: don't get caught up in needing the right equipment. If you have a phone that you've bought in the last four years, your phone is good enough. Your microphone's good enough. Your camera's good enough. The one thing I would possibly suggest is buying a ring light that you can mount your phone in. It's good if you can get one that has a warm light because some of those ring lights, the white light is so, honestly, it's cold. It's a cold white light. It kind of makes you look like a zombie. But you go on Amazon for 30 bucks, you can get a great tripod, phone mount, ring light with nice warm light combo. That would be like the only piece of equipment that I would really suggest. I wouldn't want anyone to get so caught up on the equipment that they don't make content. You know, that's a great point. I think that I would say that 75% of the people that I talk to that say they want to post content, the only reason why they're not posting it is because they've overthought it and they they think that, they, well, I don't have the right camera and I don't know, I don't have the right background. And I always say that, and I, we've talked about this before, we both are admirers of Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, and he has some of the worst, this guy's a billionaire, you know, and he has some of the worst production quality on in terms of audio, in terms of visual, but he has some of the highest social media numbers. And it's because how he delivers his content in terms of how he, he personally delivers it with his voice and with his, his uh, um, content topics and his what's relevant and how he explains it, that's what draws you in. So anybody out there listening... Just the quality of the content in terms of like what you're saying is much more important than the quality of the production. I'm telling you right now, you do not need a big budget. So that, that's a great point. That's a that's a great point, Luke. So hopefully out there, you guys, you guys are out there in, in today's episode. You understand that one reels are where it's at and specifically knowing where your audience is by using those reels or TikToks. And, and like Luke said, man, Luke's second second Facebook reel got 2.5 million views. That's that's huge. And look, really quickly, before we wrap things up, has that led to any like client engagement, some new followers? Have you gotten some positive um, things that helped your business from that? So the reel got me about, I want to say 2,000 new followers. That's amazing. So that's 2,000 new people seeing my business stuff every single week. Absolutely. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So listen, guys, reels and TikToks, but specifically reels, you can go viral. Once you go viral, that can open up a lot of doors and a lot of 
lot of possibilities to you. So, well, as we wrap up the show and we're talking about uh, going viral and open talking about possibilities, why don't you share uh, a project that you've been working on recently? Because we always like to share what we're working on here with our audience. Yeah, I got I got a really fun client that is a cover band here in Minnesota. They play a lot of classic rock and they are so much fun and they're so awesome. And they are called Sugar Buzz. And I designed their website. They play at a lot of venues here in the southern Twin Cities metro area, but they also get all around the state. They played at the Viking Stadium recently outside. And I did their website in a way that they could keep adding all these different events and their fans could keep track of where they're going. They can add stuff to their calendar. And they are so great at interacting with their fans. Every single gig they have, they will send me dozens of pictures of them doing selfies with their fans for me to put on the website. So it's a great way to interact with them. And they just had me start doing blog posts for them as well. They're trying to up their local SEO game. So I've been doing some blog writing for them. So if you are a, a Minnesota listener, check out Sugar Buzz for a really fun cover band. Cool. How about you? What have you been working on? You know, uh, working on a lot of stuff, but one of the things that sticks sticks out a little bit is uh, one of my newer clients is uh, a guy by the name of Reggie Perkins, and he owns a business called High Five Sports Zone in Eden Prairie and uh, Eden Prairie Mall, Eden Prairie Center. And what it is, is like an 18,000 square foot um, of, uh, gymnasium uh, for like kids' birthday parties. And they got like basketball court in there, gymnastics. They do like field hockey and football. I mean, it's just this massive facility and on new year's eve he had something there called the noon year's eve party so they did a balloon drop and stuff for kids at noon um he had a dj and he had like uh you know just all these parents and all the just this big party and it was really fun because i got to go out there and take pictures and take video and now we're able to use a lot of that content um, to create, uh, you know, weekly content and advertising um, for his Facebook page. So it was just a really fun event, wonderful event. Doing the testimonials were so fun with the parents there because, you know, they, they were having more fun than the kids were. So um, I really enjoyed working working that event and working on that project, man. That's awesome. I love that. That sounds like a lot of fun. So do you want to take us home, sir, and then uh, give us our give us where people can find us? Yes, we the podcast is new marketing for your small business. Search for that on Facebook and you will find our Facebook group where not only will our latest episodes be posted, but we also have some good back and forth with other business owners. We share some tips and tricks. Otherwise, depending on what platform you're listening to this on, we do have our podcast on iTunes, Apple. Apple is iTunes, sorry. Apple, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts and a video version on YouTube. So if you prefer to get your video podcast in that format, check out YouTube. Otherwise, join our Facebook group. All right, man. Well, thanks, Luke. We'll, we'll, we'll see you around. We can't wait for the next uh, episode. And thank you for everybody for listening. Thanks, guys. 